Megapython versus Gatoroid tells the heartwarming Christian family-friendly story with Freudian dark themes of a penis and a vagina who just won't quit. I'm kidding. This story is about people who go too far in their environment. When science and environmentalism clash, local politics get completely upended in an unprecedented way. In a little town in Florida, in the Everglades, snakes start growing to a giant degree. So what do they do? They roid up the gators to see if they can match them. But they don't realize human hubris not only in an assault on the environment, but also defense of the environment only creates more fire with which to burn down the world. Starring Tiffany from I Think We're Alone Now, the iconic cover in the mall with Gumby. This is Mega Python versus Gatorade! <laughs> Period. Play that theme. <laughs> This movie's horny as shit. <laughs> Their assholes are always out. It's Ooh. insane. Airtight awesome. I'm psychic in many ways. That guy's had like three sandwiches this week. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> that was, in a word, insane. Hey, welcome back to Critical Ay. Darlings. Welcome back to Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. My name is Sir Maxim. And I'm Clayton. And this is Critical, Critical Darlings. Darlings. It is a bad movie podcast where we talk about bad movies, yeah. but mostly we just kiki and have a good time, bitch. Yeah, yeah, Sponsored yeah. by Welsh's Grapes and Canes. Do you know Brittany Broski? I've never heard that name in my life. Um, kombucha Girl? No. You know the kombucha, uh, like... Uh. Really? No, oh. I, I really don't. Really? Do you know about the kombucha meme where she's like... Where she's like... Mm. Well... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she became like mega famous because of that. So uh-huh. now she had another podcast, but now she has a podcast where she's just alone talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. And she had a Cane's Cup. She Ooh. literally had a Cane's Cup. And she was talking about it. One of the Post it. Malone's ones? Yeah, well, yeah, one of the Post Malone's okay. ones. Okay. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, that she is had crazy. The, she had Mach 1. She had the, the first black one mm-hmm. um, with no red accents in it. So. One of the worst ones. I, I agree. Well, honestly, in hindsight, I may be thinking that that might be one of the better ones. Because this, the this one looks like the red is like scratching off. That's true, and it's like That's why true. you know. But the pink one is good. The th- Mach Three is, I think, my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be controversial, but I will say that uh, pretty much all the canes, Post Malone's cups, I think, are ugly. I, I think are, but we love yeah. canes, right? And that's all you need. Happily sponsoring, yeah. You know, multiple people. We have Hayden Osepian. We're talking people in the nightlife scene that I know. Mm-hmm. Send me their Canes receipts that have like the review us, and you can win a win a year of monthly free Canes. It's uh. crazy because even the prize has so many caveats. It's like you win one year of free Canes a month, and it's like what? It's like so once um you get twelve free meals basically. You know? Okay, I mean that is really not. That's it's, not. A, I mean, that's yeah. good. It's like twelve bucks. I, I certainly a month. wouldn't say no to it. But yeah, it's one hundred and forty-four bucks. It's like not even that much. Yeah. But so I wonder if like only one person gets it every year, or if it's like, you know what I mean? Like, uh huh. Like, probably, probably like one in a thousand people, yeah. or maybe Which, less even. I guess yeah. Like budgeting wise, like that's a lot of money. I guess, but uh huh. Because people go to Canes all the time. 
It's on every receipt. Yeah. You know, so it's like not crazy. But how many people do that? In fact, I don't even do it that much. And I feel bad because it expires after three days. And I just mm-hmm. feel bad. Like, I, I just do. Yeah. Max, how has your week been? It's dog? been good. Guys, If you, I know you in my real life. This has been the top of my mind. And I'm going to talk about it because I think I've reached the thesis of it. Okay. Burnout, folks. What does it mean? And what's going on there? I was so scared to admit that I was burnt out because I associate burnout with like failure basically mm-hmm. because of like, you know, just like just in general, like I, I, in my mind, I have this straw man idea of like, of like a washed up person or like an artist or a drag entertainer or anything. And I'm like, they're burnt out and you can tell because their art is bad or whatever. So you would never want to be burnt out because if you're burnt out, you're like admitting that you failed or something. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's like this very like stupid, very capitalistic, I think mindset, like very much like don't stop, just make, 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 go, go, go. But I'm happy to say that I have been experiencing burnout in a very real way, in a very real way. But once you realize it, you can solve it. You know what I'm saying? And I've just been tired which is exhausting because I'm doing so much drag all the time and doing so much like improv and doing this podcast. And it's like, I want to sleep. I want to stop. But then I'm like, whenever I deny myself that it like taints everything rather than like, you would think if you just push it away, it'll go away eventually. But babe, we know that's not the truth. Don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, but it's not failure to admit that you're tired. Like it's literally, yeah. you're literally a caveman who is now in this body and who thinks like, Oh, my body's supposed to operate the way that I want in this society. But it's like, honey, you haven't, when's the last time you picked a berry, honey, when's the last time you killed a mammoth, Mm -hmm. honey, when's the last time you slept on the ground naked, Mm -hmm. babe, for me, all of those was a couple days ago. And that's why you are like, you're rejuvenated. Your skin is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I envy you. Yeah. But no, for real, I realized I was doing too much, but I'm grateful for burnout because it teaches me my own limits. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I'm grateful that, okay, I didn't know this before, but now I know when too much is too much. Yeah. You know, and it's, so a, it's a very important sort of like metric to develop for yourself. Yeah. And I wouldn't have known that if I had not basically pushed myself to the, to the limit to mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, now I know what, what the limit is. Yeah. Um, again, I'm like, well, in, in theory, you're like, I don't want to have limits. I want to be limitless. I want to mm-hmm. be like the best. But it's yeah, like, we all do. Yeah, honey. Yeah, girl. But it's not gonna happen. Also, in terms of making art, you would think you want to do more and more and more. Oh, more and more overload. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. But it's like the truth is, babe. If you make even one piece of art in your life, you've already won. You're already yeah. worthy. If you if you drew one thing as a kid. You're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. If you if you've ever made a picture, you can kill yourself now. Yeah, because it does not get better from it. Me. Does not, babe. <laughs> and yeah, put that pen down, honey, and pick up <laughs> a gun. But seriously, I do think, I do think that you know, like, yeah, because I tell myself like I'm only worthy if I make art at a rapid pace and it's all great and it's all perfect and everyone's obsessed with it and everyone loves it. But it's like. No, like if you if you attempt to do it at all, you've already won. It doesn't have to be good. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like so, like it doesn't have to be a lot. You know. Yeah. So just chill, babe. Hell yeah. Just so that's where I am right now. Nice. That's where I am. Hell yeah. And I'm happy to admit it. 
I'm eating Welsh's grapes. I got these for eight dollars. Not this bag, but like I got. <laughs> Are they grapes? What did I say? You said grapes. I said, I said fruit snacks. <laughs> or I meant to say that. See, I'm burnt <laughs> out, babe. I am dead, girl. Uh, honestly, I have been because I I record not to. Yep. I, I don't want to. Yep. I don't want any bad blood on this podcast, but <laughs> I do record another podcast, and I have been <laughs> like unable to speak. I, I feel like a more, I feel like I'm typically generally yeah. a lot of the time a pretty eloquent person yep who with with a decent vocabulary um, and I have been I've been like listening back to episodes of that other podcast for editing purposes and I'm yep. just like sitting there like you fucking moron <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about yeah. I think it's like the lack of a job I, I think my brain has been like saying. shrinking a little bit also I need juice in there and this is not to call out to you this is to call out to the me other members, and both yeah. of us um <laughs> yeah. that when's the last time we read a book true that's the issue true and it's like I'm so burnt out I haven't read I haven't read a damn book and mm. probably I'm like actually terrified to admit this like probably eight months like like uh-huh. <laughs> like like just sat and like read a book yeah you know you know who reads book as you know who read book aspen aspen um, aspen dowell ellis ellis oh ellis Alex does Pitna? Al- yeah and it's like genuinely you i can i don't know i can just tell like when Someone reads like they have this energy about them, like that they're like mm-hmm. their brain is active and uh-huh. not like a decaying dead organism. Yeah, I truly I feel sometimes yeah. like an animal because I yeah. I've been reading. I started reading Catch Twenty Two because I've always wanted to read it. I've heard Ears. great things, uh, and it seems like it's up my alley. Yeah, um, and I started reading it, and every time I'm reading it, I'm like, this is so nice. And whenever I have any free time, yeah. The my, my ability to choose reading over anything where I'm looking at pretty colors <laughs> yeah, is like I am I am Down. fighting such an uphill battle. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, and it's like, and even though like a good book is like miles better than anything else, like uh-huh. you know what I mean. Like a great book yeah. leaves you like gripped, and you're just like, and even like graphic novels too, like mm-hmm. I mean, very similar, but like you know different but similar, but. Try to tell that to myself whenever I'm like not reading, like, uh-huh. no, like, yeah, no, like, yeah, like I, I, I refuse, uh-huh. refuse to hear that. Um, I so for my day job, period, I talk to customers on the phone, and you can re-listen, like you can listen back to the to the voice message or the the call. My brain does not work right now. Uh, you can re-listen to the call, and the amount of times I go, uh, like even just for a second. Mm-hmm is so much more than I realized. I listened back to myself and I cannot listen to it. I'm like, I, if I was on the phone with me, I would think I was stupid. Like a dumb <laughs> ass, a dumb ass, uh-huh. dumb. True. But it's cause I'm like explaining processes to the customers and I'm like, yeah. And, um, uh, so like what we're the, uh, first thing we're going to do literally that I wasn't even trying. I was seriously trying to like actually explain it. And I was saying, uh, I feel like work is the one place. Like yeah. you, 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 you've earned the. Uhs you've earned the uh, for babe. sure. You've earned the. Uh. Clayton, have you watched any movies lately? Yes. So I am a member, Max, and I don't mean to brag. I'm a member of AMC. A-list. I gotta. 
I, I just burped. I gotta use that. Yeah, and, and again, hit me up whenever you're trying to, to see a movie. I will I reserve a ticket to. for you because I get, and I'm gonna quick. We're not getting paid, but if they want to pay, um, I get three free movie tickets every week. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. That's crazy. People, wake up, America. Um, I get three free movie tickets every week. Uh, they can be in multiple in the same day, too. Yeah. So recently, I went to watch Killers of the Flower Moon. Nice. For free. Wow. Um, I go. I had, like, I was about to have a freak out moment. You're um, about to freak it. I was about to freak it. I was about to take it to my penty and freak it. Um, what is that part of it? What tickets my penty? <laughs> I, did, I you, did you make that up? I made the penty part up. I think they say really? penthouse. Wow, um, that was funny. I, hey, you should have seen it. Thank you. Um, and so I, I go into my my show. Of the flower. The it's an <sighs> IMAX theater, a big theater. Yeah. And so I go, and this is the thing. This pisses me off. It happens to me kind of frequently. It always pisses me off. When I bought my tickets, I bought the middle seat in a row that was completely empty. It was completely empty. The theater itself was not packed, really. And by the end of it, it was not packed. Everybody, every group that was there could comfortably have their own little spots. Yeah. And I go and I see Mm -mm. the row that I'm in. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. And I double check my ticket. And sure enough, there are two people. That have bought tickets right next to me. Yep. And so I, I then have to go and be like, do I even sit in my seat here? Yeah. Um, but like, hey, maybe it's a fucking sold out showing. So maybe if I sat in a different... I've had that happen to me before where yeah. somebody was sat like that. And so I sat in a different seat. And then somebody came up and was like, hey, man, you're in our seat. And you're like... And I was like... But they're next to my, me. It's my... <laughs> um, and so I went I'm an AMC Blots member <laughs> I went and sat down next to them uh, Then immediately So fun Literally If you are <laughs> If you are a couple In a theater And someone is watching a movie alone And sits next to you uh, It feels like they're hitting on you Yeah There's no way to not feel like a third In a fucking threesome They, they were the ones at fault But I still had to go sit next to them It feels like you are a like <laughs> Pervert, like uh-huh. it feels, it's like if if it's it feel, even though it's not this, it feels like when a guy pees next to you in a urinal when there's a thousand free urinals. It's like, so are you spying on me? Like, what's going on right now? Uh, and so then a guy, <sighs> I see him coming up. He's like looking around. He gets to our row mm-hmm. and he starts walking in. And I was like, No, I hope he's not too close. Comes and sits down in the exact other seat next to me, and I'm like, I. I do this a lot where it's like, I know that if I talk to people, if I say something to people, I'm not going to be able to keep it from being rude. So instead I'll just give them like looks of like, not like, not yeah. to be like, Hey, but like a look of like, <laughs> no, literally, like literally. I've noticed you've done something. Do you want to rethink that? Um, no, but yeah, like, yeah, like that's what you do in yeah. that scenario. 
And oh so God. he just sits there. He sat next to me, and I'm like kind of steaming at this point. I'm, I'm right. Like, I'm angry. You see, probably I imagine what you see is an ocean of open seats in front of you. Uh-huh. Like probably so many. Like crazy yeah, yeah. Shit. I see. I truly. And I'm like planning. I'm like I maybe I should move, but again, I don't know if I'm gonna sit. Because imagine a, seat. A, a birthday party of 50 kids yes. walks in, and they're all. Like, and so <laughs> then behind me, oh a group of seven people come in. And they are Jesus. talking a group of seven people. I feel like seven people is not a group you take to Killers <laughs> of the, the Flower, flower Moon. Movie. A movie hey guys, about guys, like it's Halloween weekend. You're a bachelorette. Let's go to Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, yeah. And so they're sitting there talking at talking during trailers. Yeah. That's fine. It's whatever. But talking I, at like I wanna, hey, I want to see that full volume during trailers, <laughs> like in a way where it's like. Everybody in every part of the theater is dead silent and can hear every word <laughs> you're saying. You're saying. And oh god. They start talking about the trailer for Aquaman 2 comes on and one of them wow. goes, "I find Ooh. out that there's new movies every day. I find out they're just making movies all the time. They keep making them." Yeah. Aquaman insane. 2 trailer comes on. One of the people behind me goes, "Oh shit, I want to see that." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Okay, I don't want to be judgmental. What are you doing here?" And so he's so excited no. about it. Who says that? Oh, I gotta see that. Uh, and who the fuck are you? Are you yeah, a fucking alien? Yeah. Well, it was like right when it comes out. So he's just talking about how much he wants to see like Aquaman. Like Aquaman. I gotta see this. Uh, oh and so his friend then is like, "Oh man, is is that is that the second one or the third one? It's the second one." His friend immediately goes, "It's the third one." And somebody else in their row goes. I'm pretty sure that's just the second one. And then he starts describing, he's like, no, well in the second one, this happens. And he describes the first one. And then in the first one, this happens. And he describes justice Justice league. League. Yeah. And I am sitting there and part of me is like, you fucking morons. You don't, you're getting this wrong. And the other part of me is like, I don't like these movies and I know more about it than these people. People who like it. I have to stop watching superhero movies. And those people vote. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> and so that's happening and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like am I do I walk out of this screen this yeah. screening and <laughs> a lady comes and sits <laughs> right in front of me and she has a beehive hairstyle <laughs> and it's an IMAX screening so it is it's like regular like old school movie theater chairs so I immediately lose my vision of the entire center of the screen <laughs> And this is like at the end of all the trailers. So it's like right when the movie is starting. And then what? This I, is like unreal. It's so many things happened in this one show. So then I, this is as the movie is starting. I just move. I finally am like, I'm pretty sure AMC stops selling tickets yeah. once trailers are over. So I just move to a different section where no. I'm far away from anybody. Um, and that does me pretty good. The group of seven, we're talking in hushed tones to each other throughout the movie. Ugh, so annoying. I was doing the like look thing again, it, again, because I know myself, and if I did talk, it would be very much like Sh- shut the fuck. Like yeah, I would, I would up. lose it in a way that would be like embarrassing for me. And so I was just like giving them glances. Yeah. And then when Brendan Fraser is in that movie, he's classic. In um, you mean he the whale? Show up, uh, the whale himself. 
The movie is three hours and 20 minutes long. Right. He shows up probably two hours and 40 minutes into the movie. That's crazy that that group of seven signed up for that. Like, yeah. That's insane to me. And so Brendan Fraser comes on in a very tense scene, very important pivotal scene, and they start clapping and cheering. Oh, my God. Like it's a fucking Marvel movie. <laughs> um, what? Yeah. What? Wait. What? Yeah. This group of seven is so interesting to me. Like, uh -huh. what is the process? They all had to plan to see the movie. They're all, they sound pretty stupid as well. So I've, it's a Scorsese movie, right? Yeah. So, I mean, like, not to be like an elitist, but like, don't like only smart people see? <laughs> like, they, it feels like an artsy kind mm -hmm. of movie. It's yeah, like, I mean, like, right? Scorsese is, a, <clears throat> I would say, a pretty accessible director. He makes movies yeah. that are, a lot of times fun. He made The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, that's right. I've so only people seen, like, who like movies that are like yeah. passionate about it, even if they're movies that I don't think are good movies, a lot of them still have a fondness for Scorsese. That's he, a good point. He's he's. I I think he kind of makes movies that are to a degree for everyone. Yeah. But like also, that's crazy. Of all of his movies, this is the one that is three hours and twenty minutes long yeah. about the mass murder of the Osage people. <laughs> And it's just like such a movie that you don't go to cheer. To. How was it though? It was really, really. I good. heard it. I heard it's good. I heard it's and good. And then I won't. I'm, I'll. This story has been going on for a long time. I love it. But after that, I, being an AMC A lister who gets uh, three free movies a week, I decided let's make this a double feature. Fierce. I went straight from killers of the flower moon to five nights at Freddy's. That's amazing. Um, what day was this? This was, um, I think Tuesday, Thursday. Thursday. What was I doing? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But everybody clapped at the end of Friday everybody clapped. while you were there. That's right. I went to sleep at 1030 on Thursday. Oh, wow. Crazy shit. I didn't get out of five nights at Freddy's until like one. That's insane. It's so fun whenever you... So, like, obviously being in nightlife, I am out with people, like, all the time until, like, one or two. Like, you know, just... I, I am often there. It's so interesting, like, when you're at, like, a movie theater and there's a lot of people who are maybe seeing, like, a Marvel movie or something like that. Just, like, a, like a midnight screening or something. Uh -huh. It's like, kind of fun. It's, like, all these people who don't normally stay up this late mm -hmm. and go out to things this late. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's just something giddy about that. It's always mm -hmm. really fun. There were people, yeah. there were teens there dressed as the Five Nights at Freddy's characters. Oh, that's fun. And they... This is another funny thing that happened oh, at the concession. Stand, I got, I got some little pretzel bites. Uh, cause I had some, I had free, uh, you know, concessions as an AMCA period uh, as a reward. Um, and the kid, the lady called out, she's like pretzel bites. And the kid in front of me goes, yep. And grabs them and, uh, walks off. And then she's like, Oh, and then she looks at me and is like, here you go. And I was like, Oh, okay. And she hands me a box and I take it to the theater and I open it and it's a box of churros. So she just was like, well, he took those. So I'm going to give this guy the wrong order too. <laughs> it was really, it was a very eventful movie theater. Experience. It seems like it, the beehive is insane. Like that, <laughs> that is like such a crazy thing. You I, have to sit in the back of the theater. And also the like, I, I don't know the last time I've even seen someone out in public with a beehive. So I couldn't believe it. I was like slack jaw. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> 
God, that's crazy. Um, that's like whenever I saw Minions in the theater, very different experience. Uh-huh. Uh, and I was laughing during one of the trailers, and the woman right next to me <laughs> said, <"Shh." laughs> I was like, <laughs> during the trailers. Uh-huh. It's crazy. God, people. Sorry, I need to text somebody our address because they have to come pick up my saxophone for a bit. Okay. Max, we're a ways into this podcast. Should we start talking about what we do here? Should we stop avoiding... Stop avoiding the sensitive subject, in the, the sort of elephant in the yep, room. The yep. mega Clayton, elephant. What movie did we watch last week? We watched Mega Python versus... Gatoroid, yeah. The reason that I scream all that because it's just like, yeah, it sounds like not? a fucking thing that you find. Also, whenever I host things in drag, I the way that I announce people performing, I always I just like scream it into the mic, like I'm like, and this next person's name is Iggy Bang, like just crazy. Even though uh-huh. <laughs> there's like two people in the crowd, <laughs> like oh my god, um, it's just more exciting that way. I just love yelling, uh-huh. and um, even though it hurts, it hurts me. It does. Uh, hurt it really yell? does hurt. But we watched Mega Python versus Gatoroid. Clayton, I'm gonna pull up some facts about it. <laughs> Please, you're do. already yawning. No, about it. no. Um, <laughs> first impressions, go. So this movie was bad. And in the ways that you would expect it to be bad, um, Tiffany is in it. Yep. I uh, something uh, a fun fact that I kind of learned uh, from my own investigation. Her co-star, I was not familiar with her, but she is also a singer-songwriter. Yep. About the same age, I assume. They kind of came up together and are friends. Because they also uh, produced this movie together. Together. Um, she was also, uh, we knew that Tiffany had produced it, but uh, yep. the other star, the doctor, the environmentalist, was also a producer on it. All right. Mega Python versus Gatoroid is a 2011 monster slash science fiction slash disaster film, I'll say, by The Asylum. Wow, I, I didn't. Know what that was? Uh, the Asylum is an American independent film production and distribution company that focuses on low-budget direct-to-video films. It's notorious for producing uh, such titles uh, uh, that capitalize on productions by major studios, often using film titles and scripts very similar to those of current blockbusters in order to lure customers. Yep. Um, they created Sharknado, so uh-huh. that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, and the sci-fi original series Z Nation. I uh, never heard of that. <clears throat> Directed by Mary Lambert and starring pop singers Debbie Gibson and Tiffany. The Tiffany. Film, Tiffany. The film premiered theatrically. Oh, fierce. Theatrically okay. In Texas and premiered on television. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. The film premiered theatrically in Texas uh-huh. and premiered on television on January 29th, 2011. That's so funny. They didn't say the date. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, th- I assume that premiered theatrically in Texas is like. We, there's a screening of it in um, a movie yeah. theater <laughs> yeah, yeah. that Tiffany probably paid for. Only Texas would do that. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, this movie, let me see, tells the story of gigantic pythons and alligators battling for supremacy in the Florida Everglades following misguided actions by two determined women. True. Uh, that's true. and and you can't disagree with that. You really can't fight that. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a basically 
this movie in a short summary is exactly the way that what you would think it is, uh, except kind of not. A in in a bit. lot of ways, not. It, it kind of is subversive, but it is about these environmental activists who release pythons into nature, but they don't realize that for some reason, which is never specified, the pythons are genetically superior yes. and they like they start growing growing and they don't huge. stop and they get huge 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 like gigantic huge giant amazing like dinosaur level uh-huh. and um so the environmentalists don't want these pythons to be killed because they're like this is their habitat but the police True. the policewoman played by tiffany the main policewoman is like we have to we have to stop them we have to control nature and the environmentalists are like no we we must let nature do what it uh, run its course these women are very at odds but through the course of the movie they realize their differences are only harmful and in order to combat the pythons tiffany starts feeding alligators in the Everglades steroided chickens so that the, the gators get so big that they can fight the pythons. And that's kind of what happens. But you would think that with Gatoroid, that name, it would be like an android. Like, uh-huh. oid to me as a, as a suffix tells me that yes. it's a robot. But it's not a fucking robot. It's about... It's about the steroids. Steroids, girl. Which I, it seems wrong to call it Gatoroid, and that seems like Gatoroid might be like what you're injecting them with. There's also the the title sort of implies one mega. There is a yes. mega python versus the Gatoroid, right? Um, and the poster implies that too, because there's one python versus one Gatoroid. Yes. Uh, but what it is is it's an it's a bunch of big pythons and a bunch of big gators. Yeah, I guess in theory it is just it is just one python and one gatoroid because for both of them they only have like a 4 second CGI clip of each of each thing uh-huh. that they just copy and paste in different sizes on the screen to to give you depth. So when they're like run the gators are coming during like this wedding, they like look on the horizon and there's like four gators who are marching on this in the literal exact same step because they're literally copy and pasted CGI. It's it's incredible. It's amazing. It's very very good. Um honestly, I had a good time. Yeah. The whole time I was watching, <laughs> I felt like a fucking honestly, I felt like like just dumb while I was watching it cuz I was like Whoa, that's crazy, right, Clayton? <laughs> I was like, that that was funny, Clayton. Well, that was funny. Oh, that's crazy. Like, what's <laughs> even going on right now? Like, uh-huh. Clayton was like, on, was like on his phone. Not for the whole film. <laughs> Sometimes like, he was like, I had to yep, check in on the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good, Max. Yeah, for yeah, sure. You like it? I felt like a ten-year-old, <laughs> like watching that movie. Uh-huh. Um, it was very, it was fun though. Yeah. What did you think of your enemy? So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Tiffany sings a cover of I Think We're Alone Now. I think it's uh-huh. much more famous than the original. I've never even heard the original. I I have no shade towards Tiffany. I think she's a very good singer. I hate that song. I think it is a bad, bad song. I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because it played at H-E-B when I worked there for three years, and it just played over and over and over. And it just I that, that song is kind of like me if I was uh, the Winter Soldier, just like kind of reminding me of the time I killed like my friend's parents or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I literally hate that song. Sometimes I will stay up at night watching the music video and and responding, (laughs) responding to comments that are like, I love this song. Take me back to the (laughs) eighties. I will respond to them saying like, you're trash or like the song sucks. I commented, I commented one time. 
I love to comment on the on the video. I'm a I'm not a hater for a lot of things, but when I'm a hater, I I dig my heels in. Uh, fucking, I commented. No one talks about how this song sucks, actually. And a lot, I mean, I was asking for it. A lot of people came in and they were being like, you suck, you're mean, you have no taste. The most iconic reply was someone saying, do your parents happen to be related by any chance? <laughs> kind of honestly ate me up right there. Uh, um, that's not the first time I've been told I look like the product of incest. Whoa. Um, remember, <laughs> remember in the comedy class we had at Texas oh, yeah. State? We roasted each other as our like final day that's little crazy. fun bonus project. Someone said that I look like the child of incestuous English royalty. <laughs> and I was like, okay, damn. Uh-huh. Was that me? I don't remember. Um, no, no. It was actually really funny. Um, if you did, we wouldn't be able to podcast now, <laughs> would we? <laughs> but also, someone commented on, I think we're alone now by Tiffany. Um, God, I hate that song. Honestly, though, I really do think if you hate a song so much, it's because you secretly like it. I, I do fear that I like that song, but I don't. If it came on, I wouldn't like it. Whenever it was in the Umbrella Academy, I thought that scene kind of sucked, personally. I know all the Umbrella Academy nerds who love that monkey with the umbrella are going to fucking eat me up in the comments of this video. At least you get me views, doll. I just don't like it, though. I really don't like it. Mm. But someone commented, <laughs> someone commented, there's not a person in the world who doesn't love this song. <laughs> And I responded, I am living proof that you are wrong. <laughs> I also, I have always been fascinated with like, who are the people that are like, you know what? I'm watching the, mu I'm watching the music video for this song I like on YouTube. I'm going to just drop a comment to say, I think this is a really good song. I like what, what? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? I have noticed this thing in myself. I am not someone who, even as a young kid on the internet, I didn't really leave comments on things a lot. Like, no. I, I I wrote, like, on Wattpad and stuff like that. Like, I would, like, write stories and stuff. But I would not comment on other people's stories. I, in the comment section on Facebook, friends would, like, I would post something. Someone would respond in the comments to it and assume that we would start a conversation. But I just would, like, like it and not reply. I just don't. I've never really commented on things, so people commenting on things is very bizarre to me. Like doing it in a in a genuine way and not like in an ironic way. Maybe I'm mm -hmm. like afraid of sincerity or something. I don't I don't know. The thing is, what I do love is whenever you're watching a a, a song from like the '70s and people being like, "I remember this song used to play in the club in '71 and it was the best song ever." And I just think it's the sweetest little thing. And I was 14 and I didn't have a care in the world. And it's like, what were you doing in the club when you were 14? But it was the '70s, doll. Oh, the '70s. Uh, the thing with Mega Python and Gatoroid, though, girl, I am hyped up on this water. Hydrated got me down. Wow. Yeah, is that. Uh, there was a lot of blood and a lot of gore, and I mean, I'll say it. Spoiler alert: both Tiffany and the other main character woman yeah. died. They both died. There Which were was some a shame. Choices that were interesting, that, Very that, that weird, surprised me, which I didn't really expect. I, yeah. I kind of thought that it was going to be pretty straightforward and boring the whole time. Yeah. Um, but both of the leading ladies die. They also yep. um, are really, two yeah. women with strong beliefs whose strong beliefs lead them to making poor choices yep. and creating an apocalypse. They are overzealous. One of them 
it definitely makes poorer choices than the other. We Which support one? environmental terrorism. On oh this yeah, <laughs> that's right. Whenever they were like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hurt the environment. Like whenever they were in the car, like driving away together, it was like Tiffany and her enemy. I don't even remember her name. I don't even remember the uh, name. Doctor Nikki, something. Wow, that was good memory. Uh, and they were like, why are you so? mean to these animals and tiffany was like it's better than being a terrorist and we're like okay, let's not just like, throw away throw around no. words like this right now um but i picked up on a certain uh freudian thing and i do think there were sexual themes in this movie because there's this erotic fight scene uh-huh. between tiffany and and nikki uh where they're like barefoot and they're like are, are, they, are they in mud or they're like in cake or something? They're, they're like, in dresses and they fight throughout a uh, wedding like, reception. It, it is a fundraising <laughs> wedding reception. So, did you watch the movie? <laughs> they had a fundraiser that Tiffany is throwing. That's right. And they start knocking each other through plates. So, they're getting like food on them and they're like <laughs> rolling wedding. around in like the. <laughs> In oh, the uh, uh, the wet uh, uh, food ground, ground gunk, yeah, disgustingness. Oh, and then this is actually funny. <laughs> and then uh, the 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 python and the gatoroids start attacking the the event, and everyone in the event has like a gun, and they all start shooting. <laughs> yeah, they all immediately pull out guns. Everybody yeah. was strapped in them. It was it was very funny, uh, and then. Uh, so there was the eroticism of that. Also, I mean, pistols are very phallic, obviously. I shouldn't have to say that. But something about the mega python, and a python is phallic in that it looks like a penis. True. Like a phallus. Uh, and the mega python is a long and slender thing. All- alligator, I don't know if you noticed this, whenever alligators open their maw, it is a hole. You know, it, it resembles in some ways. Um, a, you just, <laughs> you said this off mic. I just want to make sure everybody said, you said a clitoris, a cervix. <laughs> a what are you looking for? Um, sure. The, the outside of the vagina. Vulva. Because the vagina is the hole. Yes. Yes. So the vulva. Um, and so I think that there is kind of this Freudian dark under, under, uh, under, 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 under thing. To mm. it, where the python represents maybe a penis and the gatoroid represents maybe a vagina. I don't think that that goes anywhere, but I do think that that shouldn't be ignored when looking at this film. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's a reading that, you know, that like, yeah, it's a definitely a reading that you can have that I wouldn't sneer at by any means. Yep. yep. I don't personally, I don't, I don't think that it went anywhere for me and I don't. I, I think I definitely don't think that it was intentional by the people that made it. Fair. But also, I see what you're grasping at. There were a lot of grasping. sexual undertones. I, I see what you're getting at. <laughs> um, there were a lot of sexual undertones, and one of these things looks like a big penis, and you yep. could argue that there is something vaginal about about an alligator's mouth maw? of an alligator. Uh, <laughs> don't say this like I came up with that. Okay. Last thing. Last thing. So, uh, it's so fierce that at the, at this point in the podcast, it's mostly just us talking. Like, like, and and once we hit a hundred eps, we kind of uh-huh. realize, you know, it's mostly about us talking, babe. True. The movie, that is true. the movie's just a vehicle for us to kiki. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, pure flicks. 
the Sci-Fi Network, and the Hallmark Channel all create these kind of direct-to-TV, direct-to-video, direct-to-streaming movies that feel very the same to me. Yeah. And that they, they're like low budget, but you wouldn't necessarily be able to tell that like just from one frame of it. Like technically in terms of like lighting and like, you know, like they're, they're like passable. They're like passable movies. But once you're watching it for a while, you notice like the lighting is kind of too bright and like they always Mm -hmm. look like they're outside during the day. And obviously, like, if it has CGI, then it's a dead giveaway. But, like, if it doesn't, like, if it's just the people, there's, like, just a weird, like, uncanny, like, it it has, like, an amateur value because it's not, like, amateur, like, they're beginners, but it's, like, medium level. It's, like, medium level, they're okay. It's, like, mid. Like, they're okay at making movies, but, like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, like competently produced yeah. uh, to the point where it looks like a movie that was made by a studio. Yeah, it's like watchable. Uh-huh. But, but not enjoyable. But no part of it is like above average. Yeah. Even a little bit. And But there's like a lot of these movies. Like a lot of movies are like that. And uh-huh. also, I mean, like with streaming, a lot of, I feel like Netflix movies or just, I mean, any streaming movies can kind of dip into that territory as well. I feel like a lot of comedies can maybe dip into this, but Hallmark and Pure Flix and Sci-Fi Channel, like they, it's a little more amateur than like a universal comedy or like a A20. Obviously, A24 is not like bad. Like they're like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? But like, I I wonder, there's just this category of movies. I feel like it's not really talked about a lot. Like there's a, we should group them into a certain group because mm-hmm. I don't want to say amateur because there there's almost something like plucky about an amateur film like a like a short film like that it could look lo-fi in like a artistic way uh-huh. you know what I'm saying yeah. but because these movies like lack all art like there's mm-hmm. like no sense of art to them um, especially pure flicks like there's like no yeah. art but on, often though a lot of these like have some kind of agenda to fill. Mm-hmm. Um, where, I mean, I guess Hallmark, their agenda is just like the heterosexual agenda of Christmas. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I think. That's what I have to say. Yep. I'm done. I'll back that. I I'll second that. that. I'll bag it. Bag um, it and tag it, boys. Yeah, baby. Also, I didn't get to say this. Oh, what time is it? I watched Scream for the first Scream. time. Ah! What did you think? Did you finish it? I finished it. Oh. I really liked the ending. Yeah. I thought it was very cool. I... I understand why spoiler alert for Scream. I understand why people wouldn't like that it was the boyfriend and that other guy. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I thought it was fun. I just thought the whole yeah. thing was fun. I thought it was good. Um, I also like how because like the Scream character is literally just like in a costume, like an actual within the movie is like in a costume. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like perfect for sequels. Yeah, like, you can literally just like make like like, and I think they did. There's like uh, there's six. I looked it up. I was like. The sixth screen must not make that much money. It made 169 million at the box office. Yeah, the the sixth screen movie went crazy. Was it good? Um, it's fun. Yeah. Spoil- yeah. Do you care if I spoil the sixth screen movie? Um, actually, yeah. Okay. I might. I might then watch I won't. them. Um, I really like Wes Craven. I guess yep. with that, at least with that movie, didn't know he died. Rip. Rip. Um, but it's crazy. Again, as a darling, I don't have the most uh i don't have a whole lot of film literacy i guess but that doesn't mean i can't enjoy a good movie yeah babe um i you know what i found out about wes craven he made i did not know this movie existed he made a movie called wes craven's new nightmare 
Okay. The concept of the movie is because he made, of course, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nice. So he made then a movie where Freddy Krueger, the character from Nightmare on Elm Street, starts haunting him and the other creatives behind uh, Nightmare on Elm Street in the real world, the quote unquote real world. Um, um, the first <laughs> Google has like questions, like some little, uh, extra questions you can Google. Uh-huh. The first question on this is what was the point of Wes Craven's new nightmare? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm always, whenever I see those like Google, like autofill results and stuff, I'm, I'm always so cu- like, like who, what's the kind of person that's asking, like, is this like Googling, is this movie good? Yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> like, what, how do you use do you think google is a person <laughs> like i personally i know i would type movie review oh my god yeah yeah like or i would just type the movie and like search articles about it yeah you know? yeah we are never getting universal health care with this country like we are Nuh-uh. never as after that movie theater experience you were telling me about and after today i was at the drag is right my show at 6 p.m on Sundays and I, and we were playing headbands and I wrote blue Ivy, blue Ivy, Beyonce's daughter, uh-huh. uh, on Iggy's car. And she put it up to her forehead. And she would have to like have people like give her hints so she could guess what it was. Literally that was on her forehead. And the first person to see it said, I hate that person. <laughs> what? I hate her. That's crazy. Like and I literally was like, what? Like, wait, what? It was funny. He was hot, though. Oh. Fine. He was the one who paid me and Iggy $50 to sing Lucky by Britney Spears oh, yeah. literally on mic. It was insane, iconic. Everyone lived. Malaysia Baby Doll Fox, you were in the audience, and I love you, girl. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I think in a second we can get to our ratings of this movie. Yes. But... Max, first I did want to ask, there's, a, there's a, a moment in this film where Tiffany, yep, ever the crowd pleaser, of course, goes ahead. They're sneaking away and they, they, they're in like a pond yep. and Dr. Nikki or whatever is like, uh, 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 there's somebody in a room. Yep. Hey. Hi. Oh, scary eyeshadow. Scary eyeshadow. Hayden, fresh off the set of Tear You Apart. Tear You Apart, which I just saw. Fierce. And it was awesome. Slay. Um, Hayden, Hayden especially did really good. Every time he was Every on time, stage, did you everybody was screaming. March of the Vampire? Was that what it was? I was not able D- to Dance see the Vampires. The Dance of the what was it called? Dance? Dance, Dance of the Vampires? It was Dance so of good. the Vampires. Hayden is a crowd pleaser, and he has star power that can never be taken away. True. Everyone in this house... Seriously, if this house got bombed today, mm-hmm. four of the most iconic Austin entertainers <laughs> will be dead. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and she says they're in this pond and she goes, okay, I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around like that. And I was what did furious. you? How did you feel about that, Max? Literally, like I was, I was rage from inside out. Mm-hmm. I was, what's his name? Mad, rage, anger, anger. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I was like, ah! I was really pissed off. Mm-hmm. But 
you had to do it to him. I was expecting it. I thought it would happen earlier. It didn't happen in the middle, so I was like, it's probably never going to happen. It happened at the end. Oh boy, Sorry, oh we're boy. recording. We're recording. I thought you just said Opa Gangnam Style. <laughs> I thought you said Op. <laughs> I said, oh boy. You thought I said Opa Gangnam Op. Style. You know how he says it like Op? Okay, so you thought I was saying the Op part. You didn't think I said Opa, Opa Gangnam, Gangnam Style. <laughs> Opa Clayton Style. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, everybody. Clapped. Opa Homeless Style. Um, God. Max, what? How many mega pythons would you give this out of ten? Out of ten, I would give it like a five. It was, like a, it was like a fun disaster movie. It was like okay. it was a fun time. Yeah. For me, this is an, uh, and uh, and uh, keep in mind, my dear boys, I am the critic He's of course. I am the critic. I'm the darling. I'm easy to. Hey, I'm I go down easy. I will be giving this one a two, Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> He's fantastic, Mr. Bombastic. Oh no! What? God. No, I just I just texted someone earlier and they responded something that was really weird. Anyway, Ugh. Um, Ugh. God damn. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah. So Max, what? With that out of the way, what do we do on this Every fucking podcast? I- I get tired of telling you, Clayton. <laughs> Every week, I suggest a movie, then the week after, Clayton suggests it. What? <gasps> so every week, one of us suggests a movie, and we take turns doing it. And I, um, the one, uh, the one who suggests it, fuck, the one who suggests it. Okay, so there's two of us, and one of us is suggesting it, and the other doesn't know. There, I got it out. There, yeah. oh my God, that was hard. God, I have fallen off taking my meds. Uh-oh. I need to. It's like not. I. I. It's okay. Well, okay. Wait, wait. I take them, but I take them at like the wrong time during the day because I just forget. Mm. Or yeah. what I need to do is I need to like put them in like my bag, not just on my shelf. I have them on my shelf, but I don't have water next to me on my shelf, so I can't. Mm. Do. So then I'll you just take like, water with your pills. I do. Do you dry swallow Weakness. them? I, I'm a dry swallower. Doesn't it not get stuck in your throat? Mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Do you just like get a lot of spit and you swallow it? Nope. I just swallow it. Ew. Because my throat works. That's true. That's how I do it. My mom, uh, my mom, her, she like clinically, her throat never like grew past the size of like, I think like a teenager or something like that. Like Mm. she has like her throat just is a small. So she always had to like take really smaller bites of things. And so sometimes I wonder, I'm like, do I have that? Like, am I fudged up in that way? You know? And also what ways Am I allergic to things? And in what ways do I? I just want to take a test where I find out everything wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, those tests exist. I I know, but just because they do doesn't mean I want to do them. I want to do them. You said you wanted to. <laughs> it, it's in theory, you know. Uh-huh. And I'm just I'd be lazy. so scared to learn that I have Alzheimer's or that I'm going to have Alzheimer's. 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 Um, all, uh, this is true. I think I'm lazy, and that's okay <gasps> because laziness does not exist and if it did it wouldn't be a vice mm-hmm. because capitalism tells us to be go 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 all the time we talked about the burnout thing earlier you know literally it's like wait who said that i'm like one of those people that's not lazy like why can't i just chill you know what i'm saying it, you mm-hmm. know what i mean like there's part of me that's like a go a go-getter go 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 ambition drive go but then it's like wait what 
Wait, no. Like, what are you saying right now? Relax. Because whenever I get a lot of sleep, I'm like, wait, I like sleeping a lot and laying down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's, do. It's object in motion, though. Because once you're mm-hmm. up and moving, you're like, I don't want to stop. I don't want to get a lot of sleep. And then once you are sleeping, you're like, why didn't I get more sleep? You know, Uh huh. When, when the water's hot. My sister asked this gorgeous question one time when she was young. When the water's hot, you want it to be cold. When the water's cold, you want it to be hot. Why is that? She was like four. And I remember, I remember hearing that and just thinking, yeah, like, yeah. And our older sister who heard that, she was like, I don't know. It's just the human nature. Isn't that so true? That is so true. Yeah. Period. Period. What's that movie, boy? So we always surprise each other with little movies. We make each other watch them. And Max, I have a movie that's coming to you straight, <gasps> not from my mouth. I forgot. Not from the horse's mouth. From the mouse. Uh, from the, the mouth, mouse. From the mouse of one Wallace, Wallace Brown, Brown. Uh, friend of the I'm show. I'm so excited. Yes, this will be. It seems we know so many comedians, of course, and there's I so know. many. There's a few of them that still have yet to come on this we podcast. Just, we even fell once. off with that. We fell we off with that. off our day. Uh, it's okay wagon. though, because episodes. Let's just think. Episodes fifty through a hundred were were for us. Episodes one hundred through one fifty. That's gonna be for y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Crazy. What <laughs> episode one hundred two? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Wallace is going to be so I also I did a little bit of research beforehand. Yeah. Um she told me that she wants to come on to watch HR Puffin stuff. Fierce. Which is I looked up HR Puffin stuff. What that is is a television show for kids. <laughs> I could not find a single movie with the title HR Puffin stuff. <laughs> I found a movie called Puffin stuff. Uh-huh. Which is seemingly the same thing. I, I I think that's what she must be talking about because oh, so it you, has HR. You Puffin didn't stuff. clarify. I I fa- <laughs> I learned this right before we start, started. Oh, recording. fierce! I was like, it's it's HR Puffin stuff, and I looked it up. You're like, um, what? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I don't know so, what this is. I know nothing about it. I was shocked to learn that it even existed when I saw. HR Puffin stuff himself. I thought it, see. I fully thought I think I had heard the name HR Puffin stuff and always thought that he was a rapper. Oh my god. Wait, this is so scary. Yeah. What? Oh my god. Yeah, we're gonna be watching that guy. Wait, holy shit. Wait, who is that? There's like a kid with corduroys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um this is fucking crazy. She's talked about this though. Ooh. Someone yes. named Jack Wild. That's a good name. That is a good name. That's a really good name. I um am. Died in 2006. Well, that's a bummer. Damn. Uh, <laughs> wait, this is insane. Um, so one of the people, <laughs> one of the people credited in the movie, their photo is a cartoon. Ah. Uh. Oh. What? Look, their their photo is like a cartoon of them. That's so uh-huh. funny to imagine that like they're like a fake person. <laughs> That is funny. That what, is funny. What did HR Puff and stuff stand for? What channel is HR what Puff and stuff it? on? What What did he stand for? Um. Well, the nuclear family, uh, the American way. What shows did Sid and Marty Croft create? What? I feel like I know the answer. <laughs> did Sid and Marty Croft sue McDonald's? Were Sid and Marty Croft on drugs? Did okay. Jimmy? Oh wow! Did Jimmy ever get off Living Island? 
Okay, so I'm terrified right now. I'm scared. <laughs> There's something about it's very creepy pasta vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, this it's, seems yeah. like a fake show that kids watched and they were staring at static and their parents were like, there was no HR puffs. Uh, but I one more thing. Sure thing. I love Okay, actually no, I don't love horror when it actually scares me. Uh-huh. But I watch it on TikTok. All those accounts that are like those like uh, it's, it's, it's like very skinnamarinky kind of like vibe. Skinnamarinky dinky dink. Um, but it's like just like horror, like scary faces, but it's really low quality, so it's like you can't really tell. It's like it's it's the fuzziness that creeps you out about it. Um, I watched a bunch of those and then I drove home in the middle of the night after I got trade, which means sex. And I was so scared to walk from our driveway to the door. I was like terrified. And I got here. Of course, no one was even here at the house or no one was downstairs. It's sad when I get home last and no one's here. Aww. But last time I got, I got home at three 30 last night and Hayden and Hayden and co were all awake. And I was like, yeah, that's weird to me. But guys, at the end of the day, I have been the eloquent, sexy, smexy, and intelligent Sir Maxim. And I've been Clayton. And this has been Critical, critical Darlings. Darlings. And as, and as always, <laughs> stay Critical, critical darlings. darlings. I forgot the Bye. ending. I didn't know how it ended.